Bro, I was playing pickup last night, and this dude stood over his balcony looking down at me, and he was like, straight up called me White Howard. <laughs> oh. And I was like, and I proceeded to get spun around and White scored Howard. on. <laughs> <laughs> oh it was my god that devastating blow that's pretty great you know, all you can do is shut up and say yes sir <laughs> what's up everyone trent here again another week another salad and uh valentine's day was uh this last friday uh, so that's pretty exciting for all you uh, lover boys and lover girls out there. Um, <laughs> we're gonna kind of <laughs> lover boys and lover girls. Okay. Um, <laughs> PlayStation is right alongside with you uh, because they heart gaming, and what that means is not necessarily what you think. And that's gonna be our first ad for today's bite-sized takes. So settle in, grab your favorite salad. Grab your favorite snack, and uh, let's get into this. Um, we're going to start off with PlayStation. We're going to dive into Harley Davidson, and we're going to wrap up with BMW. So really, just the all-around classic ad day today. Hope you're excited for it. We are too. <laughs> Sorry about not being here last week, but there was nothing to talk about until the day after we recorded. So yeah. no shame, but we are always of the opinion that we are not going to put out trash content just to get content out there. You're going to get mediocre content on a semi-regular basis because that's all we can provide. And that's what we're here for. <laughs> um, so starting off, um, it came out on Valentine's Day. So interesting, interesting connection. It's like it is a Valentine's Day ad, but it's not exactly a Valentine's Day ad. But essentially, it's like an almost two minute long spot, super cinematic, gritty kind of photograph cinematography of these soldier guys repelling into this hole in the earth think like the snickers hole but a little bit more of like uh the hole batman climbed out of in uh the uh what was it dark knight rises yeah and, um, like that one yeah and uh, Very <laughs> um they get down they break through this area and then they find all these human hearts that are just they've got like tubes stuck to them and then there's blue goo going out of them and they realize the hearts are fueling playstations or is it that the playstations are fueling hearts it's kind of hard to tell but they're all like freaking out and then it ends with this line of feel the power of playstation <laughs> as the uh and it's as the like the triangle the square and the circle and the x are like a carved on the heart the hearts yeah, yeah. Like, it is a straight like, carve it's like oh um <laughs> so yeah it's done by adam and eve ddb who you know does a lot of great work usually <laughs> um but to quote the vp of global marketing for sony it's powerful connection to the best games in the world create memorable moments that thrill excite and awe the player presented through the suspenseful tone of quote heart we wanted to capture and emulate some of those gripping and unexpected emotional instances that playstation has delivered over the past 25 years so i ask both of you did they deliver and what do you think (laughs) (laughs) um i don't know zach do you want to start out or what do you think? Up to you. I, I can. I'm still. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I'll, take a, I'll take a swing at this. Um, All right. Let's hear it. 
I don't think I have ever uh, had an ad make me feel quite the way this ad made me feel. <laughs> <laughs> High praise. Like, like, or is it praise? I, I think it is. It's like one of the, it's, mm-hmm. it's odd. Like, I really don't think I've ever had an ad make me feel the way that this one did because it is genuinely creepy. You know, like they build up the suspense throughout this, like the first like minute. And then when they finally get into that room where all the hearts are pumping into PlayStations, it's like, that's, it's creepy. You know what I mean? And it's a weird way to try and connect the, like the insight that they're going for makes perfect sense. And that's like, I kind of like that is like, it's built around an idea of putting your heart into these games. But when you see it, the way they show it, it is, it is uncomfortable but not necessarily in such an off-putting way that I don't like it. It just made me uncomfortable to look at the like game, like the button pieces being etched into the heart and seeing it pump into the PlayStation. Uh, that's an image that I don't know if I'm going to forget anytime soon. And so that's probably <laughs> a very, a very good thing in that sense. And it doesn't, I don't have any like negative feelings toward PlayStation now, but quite honestly, I have, it made me feel a way that I haven't felt watching an ad. And it's probably because of the fact that it was so disturbing to watch. So I haven't felt this way in a long time watching an advertisement, if ever. Um, I'm going to keep saying that because it really is something that I, I'm standing behind. But I, I think I like it. Does mm-hmm. that help? <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I, I like what she said about the, it's like an idea you know, it it was an idea. I feel like that, like place, like you know, PlayStation is powered by the heart, or you know, like PlayStation speaks to the heart. You know, in the sense that it makes you like super excited. I feel like that's been true with a lot of their game releases recently. They've had some really great titles come out, really like exciting things, like you know, like Last for Us and things like that. Last and for Us Two coming out soon. Exactly. There you go. Um, and then. You know, I feel like their games kind of like speak to that, like intensity and suspense. But like this ad felt like it's like, okay, well, we know that people love PlayStations and we feel like their hearts are, are you know, literally they power the, the, the station. And then someone's like, well, what would that look like if we just if we just did that and it's like these soldiers <laughs> that Trent described are like coming across that like insane experiment it seems like in this like creepy subway tunnel or wherever they're at but like when they come across all these hearts they're just like freaking out so much and i mean you would it's a lot of disembodied like human hearts but like i don't know it i i love it in that sense but it's also i feel like so I don't know, not ironic, but weird in the sense that like, if you were to physically like produce the idea, if you were to like visualize it, it would be so horrifying and awful that people would be so freaked out by it. But at the same time, like, I think true and intriguing in a way. I don't know. It's like, it's like a weird art installation, you know? That's yeah. That's what I'm saying. Where it makes me feel different is because it's so discomforting and off-putting, but at the same time, like, I get it. It kind of like yeah. it kind of vaguely reminds me of Orin's human zoo in Parks and Rec. <laughs> Just so, yes. yeah, exactly. so out there. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's um I mean honestly like I've gone through a wave of emotions even just listening to you guys talk about it and I feel like part of me is like damn they really captured the idea that you know, PlayStation provides heart pumping experiences that really get you going and make you feel things. 
literally by showing PlayStation's fueling the heart pumping. <laughs> and in that sense, it's very on the nose and it's very effective maybe because of that. I really like I don't have negative feelings towards PlayStation, but if I saw that on TV, I'd be like, what? What the fuck? Oh, well, I actually couldn't really see it on TV because it's two minutes long. I'm curious if what if there's any cut downs, but it's very odd. Um, yeah, because with a cut down, it'd almost be like too much. The, bro, the six <laughs> second, yeah. it's just them looking at the hearts. <laughs> ah. <laughs> oh my God. I think my my one takeaway is I I I believe I said it, but like that image is not going to leave my head for a while. Like I'm, yeah, I'm yeah, really yeah. watching it again right now, and it's uh, that's one of the things that I want to reiterate is that it's it's it was powerful in that sense, you know, like. I'm not going to forget that. <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. And not to, you know, trash other consoles, but have you ever seen any other video game? One that like any, any other console that's done something like this abstract, you know, no. I feel like, you know, Xbox had its that. thing with, a, with like, you know, putting you in the game and stuff like that. I feel like that's like where so many of these video game ads kind of end up going to kind of like put that, resonance into it but this i feel like conveys emotional importance but without being like so overt you know it kind of like because it's saying the same thing as those other video game ads but it's doing it in like a just a really kind of graphic definitely in a new way different exactly exciting way which is is cool admittedly Mm -hmm. and i think it's kind of similar to this next one too where Think about what Harley Davidson has done for so long. It's about where it's made, how it's made. Craftsmanship is everything. You know, it's like we're, we're, you know, now <laughs> Droga 5 has, which I will be the first to admit, done a good ad. Um, <laughs> Woo! <laughs> a long time since they've gotten that distinction from me. Um, <laughs> looking at everything else we've talked about from them the last year. <laughs> been trash um accenture did put out a great ad this year (laughs) honestly yeah i'm gonna stop calling drogify drogify accenture did good uh with this ad um it's the first word for harley davidson since winning it uh, a year ago um they've got a minute long spot essentially most of the first part of the, the ad is from the first person perspective of the motorcycle so you kind of lower to the ground you've got that wind stream kind of effect on the camera you're zipping through things and you're hearing this like alexa like voice issue commands like you know order food set three alarms check followers open tabs don't open blinds you know stuff like that yeah (laughs) and it's like a very it's a very uh 1984-esque robot takeover weird vibe And, and as you kind of get further and further out of the city um it's the, the the starts to change and it kind of turns into this like talk of the open road and like human freedom and all that um and then and as it starts to do that it zooms out and you see the motorcycles and you see they're out in the open road and it's like super exhilarating and freeing uh and honestly this is i i, I kid but this is probably the first really good droga ad i've seen from droga in a while like this is what i expect of droga and i'm gonna continue to talk shit about them because i think they haven't been matching their own standards, but this is an ad that I feel like uh, met that standard that they have set for themselves. And I think it was really good. Um, They have a second spot that feels more so like an ode to the existing Harley owners. Like they probably needed something new to break into new audiences. And then 
probably a constellation with that was let's also make an ad that really speaks to current writers, which is what the second ad is, where it's more so a, a, a writer talking about you know their experience of exhilaration they get from writing. And even that's a, a, a creatively interesting spot that they've done. Um, so good on you, Accenture, uh, Droga 5 subsidiary. Uh, good on you, Harley Davidson. Uh, toss it over to you, uh, Zach, Zach Um I think it's worth noting, too, that Droga 5 won the Harley account a year ago. It was like February 2019 when that news first broke. So it might have even been a little bit before that. And since then, it has been radio silence. Like we've heard nothing, you know, and seen nothing, which is a long time, you would think, based on most people's timelines. Spending an entire year developing this sort of work for um, a company is, that's a long timeline. And I don't know if it was planned that way or they've gone through a lot of iterations of making, like of trial and error. <clears throat> but they were tasked with, Trent, as you mentioned, trying to reach a new audience trying to reach people like us who are notoriously not buying motorcycles and, and i will say watching it makes me want to buy a motorcycle yeah and 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 i think and we don't really give a shit mm-hmm. about the big loud bikes you know like that's it's interesting because when i showed i showed this to bob and he was like i don't know if i love it it's missing the sound like that vibration and sound mm-hmm. and i was like true and i think that's what like was so like made almost me appealing kind of for me but it's 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 different on purpose because I don't think we give a shit as much about that obnoxiously loud bike, and that's they're trying to speak to people that are that are younger and trying to attract a new generation of riders. And with that being said, from a craft standpoint, this is probably one of my favorite scripts I've I've just, I've heard in a while. It's up there with them, like the like syncopation that they use and that like robotic type. It's it's just it captures attention. You know, like when I first put it on, I was I I I was dialed in like i watched the whole thing um and and kind of got lost in it a little bit just because it was so interesting and and um it really it really conveyed the idea that they were trying to get across well so i i'm i'm with you trent i really like it and i think it's one of the best things we've seen droga do in a long time and like again like i haven't watched the ad since probably wednesday and i can still quote that like keep scrolling like buy online all of that, <laughs> that, that, that same sort of like thrilling that they were doing in the spot and as it's overlaid with those exciting shots those first person shots of like zipping through city streets um is really is really special and it, it and as you said it ends with that like don't ever let you feel this alive or whatever um oh like i said all this is off the top of my head because i still remember it because it stuck with me that well so mm-hmm. I, you can ask for much more from that um yeah, I, I thought it was really good. If I was going to dock it for one thing, I would say like it doesn't necessarily differentiate. Like any bike company could technically do this same spot because it's more about the feeling. But at the same time, no bike company is Harley, and they they're just relying on that brand that they've already built. And so I don't think it's a like I don't think it necessarily takes away from it. But if I was trying to just poke any sort of hole in it as like that you possibly could, it could be that I guess. Yeah, that's super fair. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. yeah. Overall, really, really good spot. Sorry, I talked for a while, but I like it. So you're saying that Droga makes ads other people could make? No, I'm just joking. (laughs) All right, Trent. (laughs) You have to admit, Trent, they this is no, they did a really good job with this one. See where it goes, but I I feel like they had their 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 time when they were really crap, and maybe this is an up. Maybe this is an uptick. Maybe not. We don't know yet. But well, that's what I was saying off camera. Is I was like one. 
one one team one ad doesn't make an agency but i think that this is a good start to the year for them yeah so especially mm-hmm. did they do the equinox shit yeah equinox yeah, especially after, yeah. especially yeah. after equinox they're still also doing new york times yeah i mean yeah. yeah you know so they still have some campaigns that are really good yeah mm-hmm. well after this one i still have respect too um <laughs> i thought this ad was also super good um i mean for the points that zach and trent brought up too and i think it just um you know it's kind of interesting zach your point about talking with bob because that's that is kind of the one thing that I felt like was missing in in the sense that like when I heard the bike, I was expecting it to be louder. I was expecting it to feel a little bit more of like a gut punch, you know, like that kind of deep, deep Harley sound, you know, that I kind of think of when I think of a Harley. Um, and that was kind of absent from this. And I think that, you know, them kind of replacing that with this, you know, Alexa type voice that was just kind of listing off, you know, commands and stuff like that really, you know, kind of speaking to this digital environment that we now kind of inhabit, I feel like that was just juxtaposed so well with the shot that, you know, they were talking about. It was kind of like a first person view of that bike just going through. It looked like like a European city or something like that. The streets are so tight and it's just like going through tunnels and whatnot. And, you know, you feel, even if the sound wasn't all the way, I felt like you could feel the, you know, the bike traveling through space and stuff like that. And it just like mm-hmm. felt so powerful in comparison to all of those you know phone commands all those alexa voices and one thing too at the end is alexa starts to get more desperate at the end of the ad just saying things like you know don't go outside you know stay inside don't leave your phone you know all of this stuff i think it's more desperate and i think that was kind of a good moment as they sort of come out of a tunnel um one thing that i would have thought is that they were going to turn on the really turn on the sound there you know like once the alexa voice is gone just like you know give that to us but which they didn't but i thought even still it was you know well constructed and again it's kind of interesting to see them now aligning less around sort of the really masculine points of harley the really you know the big sounds the kind of you know biker gangs and things like that you know when you think of american you know hogs and things like that you think of those things but this is kind of flipping the script almost a little bit in that. And I I think even a bigger way because the emphasis is now more on the technology that's taken over our lives as opposed to, you know, kind of a rah, 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 you know, American flags and guns blazing sort of spot. They went more subtle with it, but they were still able to put that impact of riding a motorcycle of that feeling of freedom. And I think speak to a point that, again, it builds a wider audience now as well, because there's so many people that feel that way, I think, and are more, you know, receptive to this sort of thing. And then also too, I don't know, you guys caught that new Harley logo at the end, sans any copy as well, which was pretty cool. Yeah, it's just the outline of the the shield. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So yeah, I, I mean, I think it's dope. Uh, I would have thought it was would be a bit louder, but I guess that shows that they're kind of trying to go a different direction, and you know, I hope it works. Yeah, I think it is. Yeah. Res- I think it will resonate with with a younger audience. I mean, like Kurt said, it made mm-hmm. me want, like, want a motorcycle. It made me want a motorcycle. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I kind of wish they'd shown this at the Super Bowl. Honestly, I feel like this would have been a yeah, really good. That would have been really cool. It. Yeah, I wonder. Do we? Does it say in there where in the article where it first aired? Was it no. at the Grammys or what is it just did it just did they just release it? It's just a release. Um they haven't yeah. talked about where it's where its media buys are. This um, would have been interesting in the Super Bowl, I think. 
I wonder if they maybe just didn't have it. I mean, given the fact that it's taken a year to get to this point, I wonder if maybe they didn't necessarily have it ready or weren't sure that they'd have something in time before the Super Bowl sold out because it sold out so early. True, true, true. Yeah. Yeah. And then Oscars probably isn't the right audience if you're trying to get a younger audience anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Um, That was the thing with uh, Quibi as well. I don't know if you guys were catching all those Quibi ads at the Oscars. It's like literally their target market is people that don't watch the Oscars. (laughs) They watch like five Quibi ads. Yeah. (laughs) That's just, uh... that's just Katzenberg giving the finger to the Academy though. (laughs) Probably. (laughs) He's got the money for it right now. Um, But yeah, I think um, it is interesting. I mean, the the noise, the rumble, right? Like, I feel like it's the same thing with the NASCAR. I don't give a shit about the loudness and all that. But there's something about that speed and like seeing that kind of fast coolness. Feels a little bit like the video games you played like when you were younger. It gets you excited. Um, It's just kind of a cool feeling. I mean, the way they did the cinematography on that was freaking awesome. So definitely encourage you to go check that out. Um, And uh yeah, we've got another uh, BMW ad here um, by Goodby, and uh, it's it's interesting. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's kind of like think about it like Equinox Droga Five ad meets uh, Kia Hamsters. You could go with this, or you could go with that. Um, mm-hmm. It's interesting. Um, it really is this it, you can go with this or you can go with that honestly that's i'm trying to think how to describe this ad and it's kind of you could go with this you it's, could go with that but like droga 5 equinox weird it's very like alternate culture be cool or be bland there's like a married couple and it's like you could be that or you could be this and then it's like three cool young kids dancing um <laughs> yeah it, pretty cool young kids dancing <laughs> Yeah. Well it's interesting. It is it is noticeably the first half of the ad feels noticeably like stereotypical boring white people contrasted with cool, like diverse imagery. And it's like, okay, which is interesting. And then it kind of starts to get more balanced in the people it's showing towards the back half of the film. But at first I was like, wait, what what are they saying? (laughs) Um, It was it was yeah. It's interesting. (laughs) I don't know. It's it's interesting. I honestly don't even know how to describe it. I'm just gonna toss it over to you, Zach. I mean, what do you think? I mean, what do you make of this sixty? Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna toss it over to Cole first because he introduced. I'm gonna say true. I'm gonna say like, first. Let I me think... start by saying it does. It's a it's it's for BMW's brand new uh, car model, the two series Grand Coupe. So it's mm-hmm. option two, which I guess makes sense because it's the Coupe two, and it's the second option. It's the road less traveled by, but in this case, seems like the road more traveled by. And it's a car, so it can travel as far as it wants. Anyway, Cole, you take it. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Um, yeah, I mean, it's kind of like, and I guess for a little context here, you know, BMW is, you know, kind of, we, we all know BMW. They're not stuffy necessarily, but, you know, there's a lot of assholes that drive BMWs. And they're, mm-hmm. but, you know, they're the drive, that's the ultimate driving machine at the same time. You know, we all, I think, respect BMW's performance and prestige as a brand too. But what they're trying to do with this new uh, model is so they've had the two series before. It's basically like a coupe. This is like the four door version of it. And so really it's like a less expensive, you know, kind of hipper, cooler car that they're trying to sell to young people. 
<laughs> and so um, what Goodby, I think, was trying to do with this one is try to differentiate this one from, you know, kind of the rest of BMW. And kind of what they say here is option two is a mindset that speaks to an audience striving to live life on their own terms. So it's almost weird because it's like BMW is trying to like differentiate this model from the rest of their lineup a little bit just because the rest of it you know they do sell eighty thousand dollar suvs too you know so they kind of have to balance it but really the thing with this is it's super cinematic but it's basically i don't know it's it's like it's gorgeous but there's i don't think there's that much substance behind it because in the end it, it really is you can go with this or you can go with that you know it's kind of juxtaposing again this two series coupe against their current lineup which i mean it's a really interesting idea and you know i was chatting with people on, on fishbowl about this a few days ago as well and they were saying you know it's like it's pretty incredible that they were able to get this by bmw as such a like a more conservative sort of brand um you know they've done like art cars before but it's not like nothing really like this especially in a brand piece um mm -hmm. so i don't know i think i think it's interesting It'll be interesting to see if BMW tries to take this on as, you know, for their whole lineup, or if this really is just like kind of a one-off sort of deal. So I don't know. What do you guys think? <laughs> you think BMW is desperate? Um, <laughs> I didn't think they were really desperate. I'm still, I'm, I'm still kind of where Trent's at, where I'm mm -hmm. still trying to process what's going on. Like some of the... Yeah, it's a lot. Some of them make sense to me and then others don't like, for instance, like the one that really kind of put me off that I'm confused about is the, the arm wrestling dudes at the end. Yeah. What the because fuck? I feel like that's, well, I feel like that's already an option too, kind of type based on, you know what I mean? Like I've never really, I didn't know that was a normal standard thing that people just arm wrestled hardcore all the time. I don't know. Yeah, like, I, like, coming I after just the, don't think it's a good ad. <laughs> Coming after the the wedding, where like that one is like a very clear okay, this is a very traditional wedding versus With you know the new option two, but then it goes right into arm wrestling, which I don't think is traditional. Um, and it's and yeah. it's mixed with like this this dude pole dancing, which which is definitely not traditional too. But I'm yeah, but uh, then they've got like a couple yeah. making out underwater, which is probably the most traditional thing. After that was just done in Twilight and like streamed to every like teenage girl ever. Yeah, it's 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 kind of odd, but I I will agree, Cole. I'm I'm very surprised that they sold this, and it's definitely not something you typically see from a car brand. You know, it, like it's definitely a very different approach for that. Like though it's granted, like though we've talked about it being, you can go with this or you can go with that. That one was so focused on the car, which most car ads are. Is just look at this car; it's cool. You know, and and it was focused on the coolness and the cool factor of the Kia Soul. I think it was the Kia Soul. It was one of the Kias. Yeah, it was, yeah, the, it was the Kia Soul. It was the Soul. Um, yeah. Whereas this is more focused on the person driving it, and it's it it is very cinematic, and the the visuals are are incredible. But I'm I really trying to figure out the thing too, the fact that yeah, the, I'm just like paging that, through um, some shots. It's it's so gorgeous. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's like really well shot it's really well shot yeah. it's interesting that the creatives who did it are the same creatives that worked on adidas originals 
Yeah. Which honestly makes, makes me like me. makes me like this ad less because it feels like the spirit of Adidas Originals with the concept in, of Kia Soul. You could go with this exactly, with that, and the execution exactly. of an Equinox. Like it doesn't feel like anything original. Like it feels like it's so trying to be original that it's taken from other original campaigns. I guess. Mm-hmm. See, yeah, yeah. See, that was my thought too. If, I guess if, I do think it's still original for the for the space though for cars like I, yes. I agree with you in terms yes. of, yeah for cars in terms of but other from creativity ads, right. yeah 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 well it's like because you think about this in comparison to like the harley ad i mean you could see a similar ad being put out for a bmw or a similar car that's like trying to talk about freedom and stuff from your smartphones and whatnot and like i feel like bmw or harley davidson rather was able to address this in like a newer way Whereas this is kind of more of a copy pasta, maybe in, onto the auto sector. I don't know. It's I don't know what to think about this thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Maybe we're not supposed to think about it. Maybe someone who's like late night watching just sees that and is like, "Yeah, you know what I mean." Maybe we're overthinking. Yeah. It. Maybe this and isn't I mean, an ad made for analysis. The car looks kind of cool. The car looks, <laughs> you know, like, the car does look really cool. And the way it's filmed <laughs> is super cool. Like it's a very, you can tell it's a very Gen Z focused kind of shooting yeah. style. I oh like gosh, everything yeah, about so how it's made. Does. I like everything about how it's made. I just don't like it. I don't know. It's like, it's a weird, <laughs> it's not you, it's me situation with this ad where I just can't really get behind yeah. it. It's kind of a style over substance a little bit. Whereas yeah. I feel like Adidas walked that line, you know, just because of the brand too. Whereas this is a little bit more of a stretch, I think, which is why we're more skeptical of it. Why we don't see it as authentic, you know? Yeah. Or at least that's my thought. No, I'm with you. The... Yeah. I mean, not that it's too, not That's the thing too, is it's like culture has changed. You no longer need to wear a suit or work a nine to five to own a BMW. Our film reflects that. But it argue like in culture for like 15, 20 years almost, you haven't needed to wear a suit to work or work a nine to five. Like I feel like yeah, yeah. culture has already changed. Like it's not like this is like making some new statement on how culture should be and how BMW relates. It's like a little bit late to the game in a classic BMW sense. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's it, like... It's like in like, yeah, five or seven or five years ago, this might have been like groundbreaking more so, but like now it's kind of now it's par for the course among most brands. Yeah. Now that millennials have money, you know, (laughs) (laughs) and here we are. (laughs) Yeah. Interesting. I mean, but Mm -hmm. hey, you never quite know what you're going to end up when you're listening to salad or when we're recording salad. And I guess that's where we've ended up. (laughs) So... An interesting eclectic bunch today. Some traditional Addy Ad ads, but uh, yeah, I think Addy um, Ad ads. Yeah, it's a technical some... term. You probably haven't heard of it. <laughs> There's some pretty Addy ads. ads. <laughs> Addy Ad ads. <laughs> if you say it quick enough, it sounds like Addy Daz. Um, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but yeah, I think that's all we got for you guys today. Unless uh, you have anything to add. Uh, you too. We might wrap up here. I have nothing to add. Add add. Yeah, no, I add added it all already. Add <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, it's uh, good. Cool. Sick. All right, guys. Well, that's all we got for you this week. You uh, filthy animals. We'll uh... <laughs> catch you back here again next time. <laughs> <day. laughs> <laughs> all right. Goodbye, everybody. Did I get you? Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
Have an ad-tastic week, everyone. <laughs>